Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're going to get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're going to get funky on this podcast thing. Mmm. Mmm. What's up? Mmm. Hey, Kev. Yeah. Mm. Delicious cake. Delicious cake. Delicious cake. It's kind of like an anniversary cake. It really is. It's a special, it's a giant anniversary cake for us. Right. With white frosting and, mm, and words written on it that say happy anniversary. Yeah, happy 100th episode. <laughs> it's a big day. This is a big episode right here. This is our 100th episode. That is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Who, who knew? We've been doing this for two years. Yeah. Who knew that back then we would, we would uh, you choose more? And just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not interrupting. I want to eat cake. while you, no, you're while right. you speak. I'm just you know pontificating. Pontificate. I'm just musing. You muse. You pontificate. I'll eat, and then I'll. Wax. I mean, 100 episodes. That's a pretty impressive feat. It's very. You want to see some impressive feet? Here's yeah. some right here. Oh, we'll get to the feet. We will. We're going to get to the feet <laughs> because we have something very special planned for the hundredth episode. Yes, we do. Very special. Yes, we do. And let me just say this, Lemmy. Yeah. I have had to piss for the last six hours. Yeah, and I've held it in. Okay, so. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, I think, I mean, okay, okay. 100th episode. Yeah, here we are. What, uh, do you have any um, it's thoughts? Been a, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> it really has been great. It's, I think it's been great. It has I been say fun. this all the time on the podcast. The, 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 funny, the funny thing is, is that like, uh, it, it feels like um, doing the podcast, we have become caricatures of ourselves. Yeah. Like our dyna- our dynamic in the podcast has become like, you know, I get irritated with you. Uh-huh. Like you're the cruise director, you have a an, a plan, and I get annoyed with you. Right. <clears throat> Which isn't generally the way it's ever been in real life. No, only like only slightly. But that's what I mean. I feel yeah. like in the last like two or three years since we've been touring together and doing this podcast, we have almost come to like expect that this is the way things should be. <laughs> right. You know, do you think then it bleeds into our real lives? Then I like sub- it goes reverse sometimes. Sometimes, okay, okay. yeah, but okay. it certainly is coming. Like in the pilot that we shot, there's certainly a little bit an element <laughs> of that. Yes, true, you but know? that's the character. Those are the characters that we play in the pilot too. Sure, and you know, look, it, it you know, in Beer Fest, it, it was this way right. uh, between our characters, but yeah. you know, there's there's a little dynamic there. Yeah, that we've explored deeply and has been very fun. Yeah, and uh, and the other thing was I, I was looking through the list of. Um, all the kind of great people we've had mm-hmm. in the first hundred episodes. Yeah, like amazing uh, people. Like yeah. you know, you you forget the uh, how many great people came in and talked to us. Name them. Well, I, I kind of like was thinking of them in different categories. You know, like like uh, you know, some of my favorite uh, were like the crew people that came in. The sure. people that you don't get to talk to very often and tell you some behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, like your brother. Well, my brother. Yeah, he did a great job. <laughs> okay. uh, like Larry Schur, DP. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dillon was a stuntman. Mm-hmm. Bill Gerber, big-time producer. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like uh, Gunter Schlierkamp, mm-hmm. who worked on our film with us and came in. Sure. And uh, I don't know. I thought there was a, a Ted Griffin, who's a, like a writer in Hollywood, you know? Yes. All great Episodes of behind-the-scenes shit that happens in the making of movies. It was nice to do those episodes and um, and get positive feedback about, you know, just uh, the inner workings of of the film industry or making films or yeah. You know, uh, I want to have more of those people because I think that those are the fun people to talk to. Yeah, they have we great should. stories. Yeah, we should. 
So everyone should go listen to those people. And then there were people who were like, uh, okay, like the music people we had on. We had some good music Which before. is great because, you know, we're comedy guys, but we like music. And it's great to be able to talk to people in a different genre. You know what? Let's Before we get to the music people, let's yeah. just go back. Because, like, uh, you know, this is sort of like... I don't really know if they still... I mean, I guess they must still do this on network television. But yeah. you remember, like, uh, when we were growing up, you'd, you'd watch the TV shows, and they would do one of these things where, like... I don't know if all the actors were on vacation. Right. But, <laughs> you know, it'd be, like, the Fonzie and Richie, and they'd be, like... Uh, like clips? They'd be, like, oh, man, you know, we had some good times together. Remember the time? <laughs> and then, like, yeah, they just show... It's a greatest hits episode. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> but, like, in terms right. of the people you're talking about, like, Bill Gerber... I remember it was one of my favorite episodes because every one of his stories would start out like, yeah, well, I remember the time. We're like, how did Gran Torino come about? Well, I, I was uh, sitting on the beach in San Tropez and I turned to Clint. And, uh, <laughs> and like we kept ragging on him about right. all those stories. And yet each one was like great that. stories. Yeah. I mean, the guy's done so much. You know? And also, he is the only guy who is able to simultaneously text and also be totally fascinating. <laughs> and, and engaging and charismatic. And on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. He can ignore you completely while yeah. writing with somebody else, but then yeah. when you talk to him, he just comes in with it yeah. with a great story. The guy's, the guy's great. Um, you know, I love Larry Schur, I yeah. found to be uh, surprising. Not that I don't love Larry Schur and yeah. know this about him as an individual, but as a guest, I found him to be very engaging. Sure. Um, as great a, stories. As a personality and, and have some great stories. Yeah, about how, you know, the, the shooting of a movie. The shooting of the, the movie. The photography of a movie. Yeah. Ted Griffin, who's a, a guy that we went to college with and who became a very successful screenwriter on his own. Uh, you know, I suppose I should have known this because we had performed together. Yeah. Uh, and he had acted in, in Public Records, our first movie. but. Uh-huh. I loved his impressions of uh, of Hollywood personalities. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he had great impressions. He did great. This is good because this will make people go back if they if they miss certain episodes. They can go back. That's and what I think. Them. If something yeah. tickles your fancy, if you, if you've missed an episode, Andy Dillon just had a fantastic stunt stories. Yeah, oh god, right. Uh, like the stuntmen stunt uh, always have they great stories. Always have great stories. Yeah, and I I remember I had people say like, "Who's that guy?" Because that those stories were great. Yeah. Jumping out of helicopters and stuff. Well, because they got to like, listen to that stuff. You're jumping over a cliff. With a tiger's mouth on your uh, ankle, <laughs> right. and you're going to hit right. a body of water. How could it not be a good story? Um, who, who else did you name from that first? Okay, group? I just uh, wanna, uh, so I don't short shrift anybody. Well, I mean, we don't, we don't have time to go through everyone. I mean, come on. You hear, see this? This is the dynamic. Here right. it is. This is the d- dynamic. We had great guys. Swanee, Akiva Schaefer, who's a you know director. Oh, that was one of my favorite episodes. That was a great one. And uh, one of the nice things about that uh, having Akiva on was. Going on to YouTube and watching all the Lonely Island videos, <laughs> right? All the digital, all shorts. the digital shorts, so good. Uh, so let me li- name some of the musicians we had: John Popper, mm-hmm. Adam Duritz, Josh Hom, yeah. E, yeah, Matt Berninger, yeah, and brother, and his brother Tom. Which okay, so like let's we'll keep going. I uh, know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my like uh, I have uh, things I liked about all those episodes. My my favorite thing about that episode with uh, Matt Berninger from yeah. the from the the, the uh, national, the national yeah. and his brother was basically what just happened right here was because really it was the brother had directed yep. a, a documentary yep. and Great they were they were yep. coming on to talk about that yes and we weren't supposed to just be talking about uh, the national or rock <laughs> bands or being a rock star <laughs> right. we were supposed to talk to the brother because the whole point of the documentary is about right. him promoting being his the shadow. documentary yeah. 
but you could not stop sucking the brother's dick. Like, what's it like to have all those fans? Well, it's so fascinating to watch you blowing up in this documentary. And he kept directing everything back he to his He was very brother. good about directing things back to his brother. And just now, uh, you know, Matt, Bur- is it Burninger or Burlinger? Uh, Burninger. Burninger was not our... Or Burninger. That was the debate that we had with them, how yeah. to pronounce it. His they said either way. Was... They said you could pronounce it either way, which I thought was kind of a weird thing. Yeah, but which was funny. Yeah. That's like me saying, yeah, you can pronounce it Lemmy or Leem. Doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, that was the cool... Well, the interesting thing was, you know, Matt was certainly using his celebrity to help his brother out. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, but we didn't... So, you know, you kind of want to ask questions about that, but he wanted to talk more about the documentary, yeah. which is fine, because we... But we here comes Full Circle, also. is, uh, yeah. you know, because in theory, his brother was our, our main guest on that episode. Yeah. It was great, though. It was I mean, great. I, I, they're guys I don't... I didn't know. We'd never met them before, and we had a great conversation with those yeah. guys. You know? I loved the Popper episode, because uh, he did, pl- like, he was the only rock star who ever actually, like, sang songs and played his harmonica. Yeah. On the episode, and we recorded that one like it was very Hollywood, poolside, yeah, uh, at the late Ro- at night at the Roosevelt at Hotel, the Roosevelt Hotel, yeah. and uh, and he also sang us the first song he ever wrote, yeah, which was really cool. That was great. Um, and then the Hami one, I thought was hilarious because first of all, Hami is just an, like I mean, all these guys have great personalities, but yeah. Hami's like on the ball. Hami is a comedian, but he's also like such a fucking rock star. Like he yeah. shows up. On his motorcycle, on a motorcycle yeah, with like, like skull rings on his skull rings <laughs> and like rattlesnake boots. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yeah, uh, another category. Uh, I guess this is unfair to say it's a category, but we're we're not uh, as good at you know. Uh, how do I say this? We're not. Um, so I'm not going to say we anything. So far, it's you right now. It's you. Well, I, I think we should do a better job of having more women on the podcast. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Sure. Because the women guests that we've had. Have been great. Maybe the right? best. Like Colby Smulders, mm-hmm. Brittany Daniel, yep. Jill Vigman, yep. April Bowlby, yep. Carrie Clifford. Yep. Right? I mean, yeah. they're all great. Are those the only women we've had I, on the show? I think so. I, I, I hope I'm. That would be really sad. It is sad because, uh, you know, those are some of the great, the better conversations that we've had. Uh, you know, and. Uh, and uh, I, I, oh, oh, Dana and Julia. We had them on. Dana and Julia. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like men. But I think we should do. We should make uh, an effort to have uh, some more women on the show. Yeah, we absolutely. We should. We should make 2015 the year of the The year of the woman. Yeah, I mean, look, we did. It was funny because we did a for the ladies episode, which which we melded into the Valentine's (laughs) Day thing. Because again, we can't fucking uh, deal with this thing. Right. Um, But we, you know, we actually have a couple. We have two ladies that are going to come on together in the near future who. Are going to be an excellent episode. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking? I about? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, I hope we, we can work that out. Yeah. They have very busy schedules. They do. And yeah. I'm also in touch with a woman right now. Okay. I'm in. Touch Don't with give it away. Don't give it away. I'm not going. Don't give it away. Okay. And I think that's going to be an excellent episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, we should. We just have to make a better effort. But I like. I think. I think those were great episodes with those women. And then. Well, the funny thing is about the, like, there are those women can be broken down into two categories too. Yeah. Yeah. The ladies. Uh-huh. And the potty mouths. <laughs> right, right. Because like Vigman, Dana Julia, potty mouths. Yeah. And Cliffy. Cliffy's a potty mouth. She is a potty mouth. But you instigate her potty mouth. Sure, sure. But she can do it on her own. And then you've got, you know, Brittany and Kobe and April are, are ladies. Yeah. Um all right, we've had a ton of comics. And uh, here just looking back on it, I mean, yeah. the Brittany Daniels uh, episode to yeah. me was uh that was probably I would say had the most like sh- we actually talked about some real important shit sure. in that episode, sure, uh, which was cool. And Brittany came on and, and opened up about a lot of stuff. 
Um, right. She, she had been out of commission for a while. Yeah, right. Um, she'd been yeah, sick. She was great. She was great. Um, a lot of comics. We had guys like Pete Holmes and Jonah Ray. We had uh, Larson Sickler. We had... Um, Ari Shafir. We've never had Ari Shafir. Ari. Yeah, Ari Shafir's been on our podcast. He has not been on... We've been on his podcast. Has he never been on our podcast? No, we should have him on our podcast. Why don't we have Ari Shafir on our podcast? I don't know. Let's do it. We Shafir... We Shafir okay. have him on our podcast. Okay. Thune. Nick Thune. Sure. Um, we've had great comic actors like Ike Barinholtz. Uh-huh. Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah. Right? All the guys from Workaholics. Yeah. Oh, except for Blake. We haven't had Blake on yet. Except for Blake. We've got to have Blake on. Sure. We've, had all of our, uh, we've had all of our Beer Fest brothers on. Yep. All those guys have been on. Will Forte, Eric Christian yeah. Olsen. Eric Christian Olsen. Matt, Matt Faxon. Matt Those guys on. Jim Rash. Then we've had just uh, uh, people that we're fans of. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've worked with people, but people we, you know, we revere. Like Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Like Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Right? Swordsden. Swartzen might have been uh, uh, a lot of people have come up to me and said they think the Swartzen episode might be the best one we've sure. ever done. Knoxville, Knoxville was ridiculous. Great episode because he he put his <laughs> anus on your nose. <laughs> right. Uh, of course, we had all the lizards, and um, but we've never had all the lizards together. No, we got to do that too. We're going to do that's that. That's really got to be soon. on the agenda. And then uh, <clears throat> and then the other big category uh, are just our story things because sometimes people. Say they prefer to hear the stories, and sometimes people prefer to hear the guests. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think we've had some good story episodes, and hopefully we haven't run out of stories. Sure. I, I, I think one of, my, one of my favorites, and obviously it's, it's because it's about myself, is um, <laughs> uh, the green card marriage uh, great. episode. Great episode. Um, that, that's a great story. Yeah, but there are many parts to it. Like yeah. you making my, my fake wife cry. Sure, sure. People should go back and listen to it. Yeah. And uh, uh, but we also did things like we told stories about our experience in the business, like auditions and pitching and test screenings, and those are fun episodes. People hear the stories yeah. of Broken Lizard. Um. So anyway, and yeah, w- uh, actually, one of my new favorite ones, yeah, is uh, when our Twitter followers can oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah can yeah. tweet in their questions for us, and we've had some great yeah. episodes based on like you know because you get a mixed bag of questions. Some yeah. are like straightforward that you answer because they're interesting, and then others are like. The bullshit ones, yeah. That you also answer because it's just a funny question. Yeah. Here's uh, a good idea. Yeah. We should have the people tweet in people that we, you know, they want us to have as guests or maybe topics of conversation. Oh, that's a great. Thing. And then uh, we'll try to go do that in the next, you know, in the year 2015. Yeah. We'll try to get some of those guests and some of those uh, have some of those topics. Bill Clinton. I don't know if we can swing that one. Michael Phelps. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. We'll give it a shot. I've been shot. working on Cheech. We'll give it a shot. Let's get Cheech on. I wanna, uh, who's, who's your wish list, Kev? Who do you want to have on this show? Boy. Um, let me have Larry King. <laughs> Larry King would be Although, awesome. I would love to have Larry King on this show. Okay. Me too. Um, but people should tweet in. Tweet in and tell us who they want. You and, haven't answered and we'll my try. question. I'm going to think about it. You can put me on the spot. I have no clue. I don't know. Mick Jagger. I'm trying to think. Uh, Mick Jagger would be fucking great. Sure. It would be great. It would be awesome. That's my wish list. That's all you have to do, Kev. Okay. Mick Jagger. Okay. No, you can't do my guy. Um, How about you? You're Derek Jeter. That's your fucking Oh, guy. I'd love to have Derek Jeter. We should try to get Jeter. <laughs> he's you free. We, you think we he's get, free? Yeah, he's not doing anything except banging hot <laughs> hey, models. Hey, come on. He's an upstanding role model. Um, He rolls models, you know. Yeah. Huh? But anyway, uh, 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 it's been a good 100 episodes. Yeah. Let's do 100 more. Tell us who you want us to have on. Tell us what stories you want to hear. 
Yeah. And we'll do our best to. And, and go back and listen to them all. Yeah. And listen, maybe in the next 100 episodes, we can get Kevin to, uh, to be funny. <laughs> what? What? Here, I'll, I'll tell you what. Here's what's funny. I'll tell you something funny, Lemmy. No, no, hold on. Before you know what we should do? We should make our thing for the next 100 episodes is that you and I just switch places. Like, oh, oh, I, I just thought of something. Go okay. Ahead. I'll tell you who I want because I've been, I've been watching him. Okay. Uh, I watched him last night again. Oh, he is oh Odenkirk? No. Oh, Odenkirk. Well, can I? Okay, we just hold on a second. Let's Jesus get Odenkirk Christ. for a second. You're a mess. Okay. You're Say, fun- uh, See, you know what this is? Yeah. This is the exuberance with which you should conduct your life <laughs> battling with your anal retentiveness. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I've been watching Justified. I want Sam Elliott to come on. Okay. Oliphant would be great too. Yeah, and we know Oliphant. Okay, let's let's try to get Oliphant on. What if we get them both? Yeah. Together. But Sam Elliott is just mesmerizing on screen. He would be, you know, because the thing about having Sam Elliott on a podcast, it it would be just. I don't think the Chew Crew could handle it. They couldn't because that means you'd be alone for like seventy five minutes with that voice. Oh, and I'll tell you this: one interesting thing in in the last episode of Justified. Uh, there's a scene, I won't give it anything away, there's a scene where he does an announcement on the radio. Mm-hmm. And so they just have his voice coming through the radio yeah. in the show, and you're like, oh my God. And is it, is it uh, so like good? Beef, it's what's for dinner. Oh my God. Um, so Sam Elliott. But I'll tell you this, uh, uh, that Better Call Saul, did you watch it? No, no, night? I'm still, I've only watched the first two episodes. I mean, I watched last night's episode, and it is another level of TV show. But I, It's another level of TV I show. I can't believe, because like, you know, you... you you told me about the Saul Goodman thing. You and I discussed the etymology of Saul Goodman a long time ago on one of these podcasts. We did, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know, but I, I, I guess I mean, but I. Here's the thing, though. Like, like I love Breaking Bad, but like, I, and when they said they were going to do the spinoff show, I was like, okay, sounds gimmicky. Sure. I don't know. And then I watched the first episode, and I was hooked because it was so well done. And now there, I'm a, like episode four. Yeah. And. uh that episode was one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen in my life. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the True Crew, Kevin Heffernan does not speak in superlatives. This uh, this is a momentous yeah. well, occasion. Like finally, they tell the backstory of Mike Ermintrod. I don't want to hear anything okay. else, motherfucker. And I'm not going to tell you anything about no, you've it. You've already told me too much. But you already told me too much. But it is shut your mouth. An unbelievable mouth. episode. Yeah, okay, we get it. You got a boner. You're yeah. touching yourself. And you love it. That dude. Does such an amazing acting job in this episode, Jonathan Banks. Yeah, and the guy is so good in this episode. And whatever, I, I think no, but this may be the best TV show I've ever seen. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Because oh it's funny. I love it. It's funny, and it has you know the drama of it, and it's also like the story, the narrative uh, uh, style is fantastic. Well, I think you know you and I had have have discussed this, and I believe probably in the same episode as the Saul Goodman. Yeah, conversation we had previously, but um, Breaking Bad is one of the greatest television shows ever created. The one thing that that changed about it throughout the seasons was the first couple of seasons there was a great sense of humor to it. The relationship between Walter White, right? Pinkman and was a Pinkman. great character and a funny character. Yeah, and then like two three seasons, and they start heaping so much shit onto him that he's just crying the whole season. Yeah, and then Walter White was becoming so dark there was no more comedy. And yeah. you know, to his credit, Vince Gilligan does comedy very well. Oh. And Good. so, the, and that was the, the nice thing about because uh, I, I, I can't remember when Saul Goodman showed up. If it was season two or season three. Yeah, two, I think. Yeah, but he was such a breath of fresh. It was like holy right. shit. There's a whole new comedy guy in town, and that's the beauty of the show. Is Odin Kirk's at the center of it? Yeah, and he's inherently funny. Yeah, and so uh, no matter what happens, 
how dark things get, there is always the comic relief. Sure. Even though he, I think he's, you know, he's proved himself to be a, like a great actor himself. But I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, the character's funny. So anyway, Better Call Saul. People have to watch this show. Okay. It's as good as it gets. Now, Kev. As good as it gets. Now, Kev, you know, when my when I was growing up, yeah, my parents always taught me that it was okay to interrupt if yeah. you uh, brought the conversation back to the person who you interrupted okay. and what they were talking okay. about. Because that's at least polite. It's a polite way to say, sure. okay, sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, you were talking about. Yes. So, now, since you interrupted me, why don't you bring us back to the conversation? What, were we ta- what did I interrupt you about? I was saying, see, that's what I'm talking about. I was saying for the next 100 episodes, we should do this. And you said, oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know who we should Well, do. I was coming back to your thing because you put me on the spot about who we should have, and I came back, and I thought of it, and I came back. Sure. Okay. Okay. But right, so. so, okay, go. Now, we were saying, <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, you were saying, uh, oh, our next 100 next episodes. episodes, we should switch the dynamic. Oh. That you could just be the fun-loving guy. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. But you have it in you, Kev. It's there. It's there. It's I don't know. I don't know if battle. I could do that, man. That's hard. You'd be a fascinating character on television. It's like the guy who is inherently a fun, funny, free, free-living guy. Yeah. But who also is constrained by his anal his anal retentiveness, <laughs> right? Okay, and, and like when the t- when the two things clash, he right. he explodes in a stuttering. Thing. <laughs> right, in a st- you in can't a decide which farts. way to go. He farts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his anal retentiveness clashes with his comedy, and he just farts. Okay, Kev, it's our one hundredth episode, and yes. we are going to celebrate very in a very special yes. way. Yes. Oh my god, I've been waiting for this. Okay, so for those who listen, yeah, a couple weeks ago. If you listen to our Oscar episode, right? We Kevin and I, as we last year, Kevin and I made a bet about the Oscar results. You know, like we, you know, we, we bet on who we think is going to win. Kevin beat me by one. Okay, this is last year. Last year, right? Not this year. Go, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, you know, honestly, True Crew, I don't know how you do it. I don't know if you have stuck with us for all 100 episodes. Kudos to you. Yeah, kudos. you're 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 a better person than I am. Yeah, because I'd been out of there. Sure. Um. But yeah, last year we, we made that bet, and it was—I like, don't even remember what the bet was, but I don't even think we paid it off. Right, I don't know what it was. It might have been a chug or something. Might have been, and so Our normal uh, bet. we decided to up the stakes this year. Right, and this year's bet was that the winner, yep, of the uh, the Oscar contest was going to get to piss on the loser's foot. Yes, and this year I got my ass. Kicked. Oh my god, I destroyed you. I got my ass kicked. <laughs> we did the top eight categories. I got seven out of eight correct. Yeah. You got three out of eight correct. I went with my heart. You hitched your wagon to boyhood is what you did. That's what it is. And I hitched my wagon to Birdman, and it paid off. Yeah. I mean, you you flew away with that <laughs> one, Kev. Hello. Hello. And boy, I should have gone with the more impressive film. Well, the upshot is that <clears throat> I won the bet. Yeah. And now... I get to piss on your foot. Yeah. On your feet. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was foot. Well, I don't care what it is. I'm going to piss on it. I'm going to piss on it. Okay, I'm going to piss on it. Whatever it is. And Uh, I'll tell you this. Like, I've, you know, I woke up this morning. And we're going to do, just so you know, True Crew, we're going to do that right now. Right now. For you. To celebrate our 100th episode. We're going to do it. We're going to do do it it on the podcast, and we're going to videotape it also. Yeah. So that you uh, can go to the website and watch it. Yeah. And we'll tweet it, and we'll do whatever we need to do. But you will be able to see this video, and you'll be able to hear it happen. Yeah, and then you can get our thoughts on it, <laughs> and you can also chime in and weigh in with your tweets and tell us what you thought about it. Uh, but I've been I've been holding my piss in for several hours. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't go the road of uh, eating any weird stuff or 
You haven't taken like I a multivitamin, it. so that's like an, an, an fluorescent. I didn't do that. Food. I didn't do beets or asparagus or any of that kind of stuff. Because you know what, I'm a purist. Okay, you didn't have your wife like punch you in the kidney ten times. So, you just <laughs> so there's blood. blood in it. No, yeah. no, I didn't do that either. Okay. I'm just gonna go straight up piss on your feet or foot, you whichever didn't go out you and want. Catch a disease or anything? No. So you could. I mean, there might be something in there, but sure. Uh, and so, uh, so you're gonna open up the tuna can and. and Piss some uh, some olive oil onto my. That's right. I'm packed in water. Thank you. You are your spring water guy. Yeah, I'm packed in water. Oh, okay. Albacore tuna packed in water. <laughs> um, and so for our hundredth episode, I am going to piss on your foot. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's funny because we have, you know, in the past there have been some uh, some pretty extreme bets, and a lot of them have still not been paid off. You know, yeah. they they just been held off. But one of the things we agreed on was that this bet would get paid off. Yeah. On the podcast. Yes. I got to tell you, I'm kind of excited for it, Kev. <laughs> Why? Oh, well, I've never been peed on by anybody. <laughs> really? You've never, uh, in a sexual fetish, you've never uh, oh, had anyone piss on you? That's not my thing. It's definitely not my thing either. I'm just, I mean, certainly a lot of people do enjoy it, but, uh, yeah. You know, I don't know if you're one of those guys. So this will I mean, be. I've had ed- some things that have come close, yeah. but like. You've had your kid piss on you, though, like while you're changing a diaper. Oh, my kid is taking shits on me. Right, uh, right. So it's not like. It's not the first time you'll have someone else's piss on you. Actually, it's the first time you'll have someone else's piss on you that doesn't have the same DNA, though, right? Uh, it's <laughs> the first time I. Yes. For, well, yes. Unless and, there's a girl who pissed on you once. And, you know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> there is. Like I said, it's like I have had a version of it. <laughs> but like, uh, okay. But not intentionally. Weird. I'll put it to you that way. Okay. Should we. Are we can we hear that story maybe after? Or? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. That one's a little, you know, by my standards. Okay. That okay. one's a little too racy. Okay. For, by Levy standards, it's too racy. It's too racy. Okay. Um, but. Uh, okay. It kind of counts. Okay. But but like but at least it's uh, a, a a person that I w- was attracted to. <laughs> okay. I'm not attracted to you. Kevin. You're already sliding down the path of telling the story. I don't want you to piss on my foot. Okay. Uh, um. So this is the first time I'm going to have a a man uh, piss on me. <laughs> okay. I got better aim, bro. <laughs> sure. I have. You know, in my in my life, I have certainly like in flip flop, I have. Felt the splatter of my sure. own pee on a urinal. Sure, on on my foot, and you right. know, I've been upset by it. Yeah, like you might be at a baseball stadium and go take a piss in there, and there's a sure trough. Sure trough. Sure. <laughs> I have I have also peed. I have peed on a person, on a okay. person's foot. A friend of mine stepped on a sea urchin in St. Okay, Croix. okay. Think of it this way, then. Yeah. Yeah, and the Rastafarians were like, hey, man, you, to negate the poison, you have to piss on the, the alkaline in the piss. <laughs> uh, I think they were fucking with this us. This is a scientific Rastafarian? Yeah. A Rastafarian with a science degree? Yeah, he had glasses <laughs> and tape on the glasses. <laughs> hey, man. And he, he carried a slide ruler? Yeah, and he had he was wearing a bathing suit, but he had... And uh, a joint, he slide ruler and joint. Yeah, he had... Uh, He'd remove the pens from his uh, little <laughs> uh, pocket uh, pen holder and right. have joints in that there. Joints there. Hey, man. Hey, man. The alkaline in your piece will counteract the poison in the fish. <laughs> yeah, man. Trust me on this one. I am a scientist. Um, okay. But yeah, a bunch of us, uh, including Andy Bellin, peed on uh, my friend Blake Castle's foot. Okay. When we were se- Did it work? In high school. I guess so. Yeah, it was fun. We were laughing our asses yeah. off. It was actually hard to hit the foot. Because we were all laughing so hard, like the the our, our dongs were, were shaking. Yeah. Okay. 
We were all over the place, but there were like there were like four guys surrounding our friend Blake peeing on his foot simultaneously. Okay. Anyway, but that's going to happen now. So yeah. you've got six. Oh my god! And I should tell the story of. Uh, I don't know if we've ever told it on the podcast, but the time we had all of us had a contest. You have told the story, but yeah, we can tell that again. It, yeah, yeah. We were in where were we? Fire Island. Fire Island. Yeah. And it was a who could piss the most contest. Yeah. And we were going to gauge this by like we had a whole bunch of like empty wine bottles. Yeah, and, and you know people were drinking, and it was you, was it you versus one other guy, or was uh, it, I can't. Or were there a lot of I people? I think there involved? was uh, it was another guy, but it was who could fill up how much of, how much bottle can you fill up? Yeah, and um, like that guy went and filled up like one wine yeah. bottle. Yeah, and it and you it, like and he pissed when he couldn't hold it anymore. Yeah, and you just kept drinking and kept holding and yeah. kept holding, and finally like you went and I think you had a wine bottle and like. You filled it, and you were very cut. You were like, you started yeah. waving for another wine bottle to. They, and they eventually brought over one of those like uh, soda bottles, you know, like a two liter plastic soda bottle. Yeah, the crowd pleasers. Yeah, yeah. Started filling that guy. Family out. size. Yeah, and that and that was an amazing feat. So you've been doing that. That was the good old days, though. That's when I was young and and dumb and full and of dumb, dumb and full of piss. Yeah, <laughs> but so now, but you've been holding six hours. Uh, yeah, I've been holding for a while, and I uh, I, dr- I drank a, a lot of water this morning. <laughs> Like how many ounces of water have you had? Uh, I have probably had. What's that bottle you have right there? Thirty-two ounces. Okay, it's pro- I probably have had forty ounces of water this morning. So there's at least forty ounces of pee that are going to come out. Yeah, like you're going to pee at least this much liquid. I think so. I don't know. I hope so. All God, right. I hope so. Here's the thing, though. We should do it before my kids go. Yeah, home. <laughs> you know they're going to come home in the middle of they're it. They're going to come home right in the middle of you pissing on your foot. Yeah, and then that's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, and it could scar them for life. Yeah. Yeah, like what if they come home in the middle of it and they get affected by it? Like they all start uh, vomiting spontaneously, vomiting. Oh man! All right, well all let's right. get to going, yeah. people. This is where you pause. If you're at home, you can uh, you can come check out the uh, the video of Kevin peeing on my foot. Right. Well, we're, we should do. We'll do the microphones too. You want to do some audio yeah. for this? Yeah, let's do audio also. Okay, cool. You um, might have to hold the microphone. Okay, because uh, I'm gonna hold the camera and my dick. Your your your, your flesh <laughs> microphone. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. Pausing. All right, everybody. All right, here's the POV shot. Happy. It's the POV shot. Ready Happy 100th podcast anniversary. I can't even look. I can't. Oh, oh it's, it's warm. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, it's so hot. Oh. This is the greatest bet ever. Holy oh. shit. I love I love it. I love it. Oh my god. It's so hot. I feel so violent. I love it. Oh. The dogs love it. Is that, is that all you've got? That's it. After six hours? That's all I got. Oh my god. That's pretty good piss though. It was it was hot and also cold. Like the dogs out. are barking. I can feel like one thick bead of urine on my calf. <laughs> Note to Chew Crew, you can watch this epic video on the Chewing It page. Go to Nerdist.com, select the Chewing It podcast. You'll see a link there. Also, we'll put it up on our Twitter. I'm at Heffernan Rules. Steve is at Steve Lemmy. Or you can go to our Broken Lizard Facebook page or the Heffernan Lemmy Facebook page. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Okay, we're back. Ugh. Oh, my God, we're back. Uh, I will have put the... Uh, all that video up and all that stuff, but I think this has now become my new favorite episode. This really of all the hundred episodes. The one hundredth episode really became uh, great just now. <laughs> it became something different. Yeah, something new and exciting. True crew. 
I hope, well, first of all, if all has gone according to plan, you have now watched the video. And at least heard the audio of the video right now. But sure. If you have access to your yeah, screen your right now, you've heard it. Yeah. You know, which some people, which might even be more horrifying. It got kind of horrifying because like the the big dogs that live next door to me started fucking barking. Well, it was weird. As soon as you it was like pulled, a prison break. As soon as you pulled your penis out, <laughs> the dogs started going crazy. They smelled it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leads me to believe those dogs uh, either penis, penis, penis. <laughs> smell of your penis or your penis is a werewolf. <laughs> right, and they could sense something was not right with your dick. So people will hear the gigantic German shepherds next door to me, but <clears throat> that does not take away from the enjoyment that I got. Wow, that was really. Ugh. It was really fun to piss on somebody. Uh, what if have we unlocked something in you? Do you think? No, because I didn't get an erection. You know what I mean? It was just uh, I, it was just me unloading some crap on you. I mean, really, like it was so gross <laughs> from my perspective. Did I, you throw up your mouth a little bit? Any gagging going on there? Any? Well, I mean, you can clearly see from the videotape that uh, <laughs> I'm feeling ill, and uh, it's funny because as as we were doing it. I realized that I, I was embracing myself. Yeah. Like I was, it felt very violating. Right. I, I felt uncomfortable. I was, <laughs> okay. I was holding myself. Uh-huh. And uh, I, knew, I knew beforehand going into it, I was like, it's going to be hot. Just prepare yourself for whatever temperature. Okay. Comes How out. hot was it? Not as hot as I thought it was going to be. Like a, like a warm bath or like a... It was more warm than hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I thought, I thought your pee was going to come out like burning. <laughs> okay. And uh, huh. Now that's you. You're the Latin guy. Yeah. But it was... Yeah. Like I make like hot sangria. Right. <laughs> with like orange slices. But yours was like, you know, it was, it was Caliente. very warm. Okay. Very warm. Good. Good healthy piss. But it gets cooled off. It gets cool quickly. <laughs> it's it's kind of like um it's like the gravy in poutine like in the French fries and, and gravy and curled cheese like it it's, right. comes out steaming hot but gets cold very quickly right right you have to eat it quickly Con- it congeals yeah that's what your piss does it congeals <laughs> congeal. yeah now did you scrub the shit out of those feet or what I did I mean I got I stood in the pool afterwards for let the chlorine do its magic <laughs> right <laughs> and right. then went into your uh, poolside shower there right and uh, and scrubbed my feet. Right, but then as comedy varies, as I went to turn the shower off, I ex- or, or turned because it was like a little handheld pick right. thing. Right, I accidentally turned the entire shower on, and so I got doused. Shit, so insult to injury. Yes, yeah, so I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little wet, Kev. Oh my god! Um, and what do you feel any grossness still? It's like uh, I'm aware that it's there. <laughs> okay, like I, I bet your your PP needs to come off with like some steel wool, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably. Do you need revenge? Do you feel the need for revenge now? No, but I want to win. Sure, sure. I want to win. I'm. Uh, here's what I'm most proud of about the whole thing is that I actually never laid eyes on your penis. Oh, really? Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. No, but it's, America's seen my penis. I know, I know, but it's like I, uh, you know, you always worry about that. It's got the like the Medusa effect. How does you turn to stone? Yeah. You turn into a giant penis. Yeah, oh, that'd be the a pillar, a, pil- a, a frozen pillar penis. of penis. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. Um, is that the worst uh, bet payoff that you've ever had to do? It's got to be. I mean, you know the. Uh, I mean, I think of all the different bets that I've been involved with, and you know, I mean, the only one that comes close. To being this horrifying was the bet that you and I had made that I lost about the uh, where I was going to have to do uh, what is it five or ten minutes of stand up comedy ten minutes? Uh, it was ten minutes, yeah. That one and that was, was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, or maybe no, maybe, more. maybe twenty years ago. Twenty maybe. years ago, that one filled me with the most dread. Right. 
Um, and I and you never made me pay it back. I know. And now it seems like it's going to be a worthless thing to make you pay back. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like now, you know. Who cares? You've got 10 minutes of stand-up. But it's like, it's the fear of going out there. But what the bet was funny, though. It was over like a, the it, title of that Mark Singer movie. It was the movie, like it was a deaf guy and a blind girl. Right. And it was like, if you could see what I feel. If you could see what I hear. Well, that was the thing. And that was the right. the debate because it was like. I thought, I thought that we were debating whether it was if you could see what I hear or if you could hear what I see. <laughs> but like there, Which there, we put into the Fatty and Taddy episode. Y- yeah, yeah, we, yeah, did. That we did. But did we shoot that? Yes. Oh, I thought we never. I thought we dinged it. No, no. It's there. It's up there. People um, can go to heffernandlemmy.com and watch it. But uh, where? Heffernandlemmy.com. By the way, where, where did we put up the, uh, the videotape? Uh, well, uh, I can put it up in a lot of places. <laughs> 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 when we upload the podcast yeah uh we'll put it on the nerdist site okay because in retrospect we i don't think we ever told people where they could go to see it yeah we'll, we'll put it up on nerds.com and then we'll tweet it yeah i could put it up on the facebook page okay uh certainly and uh might as well put it up on i don't think it'll be hard to find it no nah. just keep your eyes peeled <laughs> peeled yeah. but yeah i think i think if we go to nerdist dot com uh, to our website page. Yeah, I mean our uh, our uh, podcast page. Yeah, we'll put it up there, or at least we'll put a link to it. I remember, uh, you know, speaking of the comedy bet, like I was remembering that the two of us and Stolhansky and Soder and, and uh, Jay, back when Stolhansky worked at the Hotel Galvez, right in New York City on what was it Avenue B or something like Seventh yeah. Street and Avenue it was B, Seventh and B, something yeah. A. Mm-hmm. Um. And when he was bartending there, we'd shut the place down, and there was a stage with a mic on it. The mic was always on. Yeah. And we would do stand-up comedy for each other, but right. not good stand-up comedy. No, no, like drunken, <clears throat> late-night, fucked-up stand-up comedy. And also kind of like when you're a kid and you like do a, a skit for your parents about like what it's like for them to go to work, and you don't really know. <laughs> right. Like I remember I'd get up there, I'd, I'd tell like three jokes. And then, like, do my, you know, walk like an Egyptian bit. <laughs> right. And, right. like, uh, not really do stand-up comedy. Sure. But we thought it was funny. Yeah. I, me- I-, I remember my joke. I said, uh, hey, what's up, everybody? I recently came into a large sum of money. <laughs> it got very sticky. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but oh, boom. Thank you. Thank and you. now, didn't Solhansky do a character or did some character thing where he was, like, laughing extra hard? Like, he would do a bit and then laugh extra hard. Yeah. And then... The next day, he went to the doctors and found out he cracked a rib yeah. from laughing so hard. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, he did. That was his thing. He'd get up there and laugh as hard as he possibly could. <laughs> right. And we loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was great. And he laughed so hard that he cracked a fucking rib. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty, that's, you're laughing pretty fucking that's hard to crack a rib. pretty good. Um, what other bets have, I mean, you and Jay, like back, it was the 90s when Michael Jordan was on the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. We had a lot of piss on the foot bets. And like double or nothings, and uh, and uh, you know he won some, I won some. I think he was ahead in the end, and but we never we never uh, paid up. No, either way, I, yeah, as you and I just did. Yeah, uh, and uh, which was why we we made this bet and said we have to. Pay yeah, up. it's got to get paid up. Yeah, because you make those fucking bets where it's like, like you you have a story too. But uh, we used to do this in in college. It's like you'd bet chugs, you know. Yeah, and you know. It would get to the point where you'd be like, I'll bet you 20 chugs. 
I'll bet you a hundred chugs. And then he's like, double or nothing. And like some guy bets a thousand chugs. Yeah. And then it gets ridiculous because your currency is 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 valueless. Yeah. You know? Like you're not going to pay that up. The thousand chug bet. But like, you used to do that with your friend, right? With well, a, yeah. I mean, my friend uh, Dave the Hose Rose yeah. from uh, City Crab. We waited tables together. And, you know, was, again, this is back in the 90s, like... The Yankees were just, I mean, they've always been on fire, but, like, they were winning World Series. And, but every season, the beginning of the season, we make a bet, Yankees versus Orioles. Who's going to go farther? Right. And it first started out as a $50 bet. And then the next season, it was, you know, it was, all right, double or nothing on the season. Okay. And I kept winning. And every, see, it went 500, 100, now 200 every year. I mean, it really, it's been 20 years. Right. So the Yankees have just dominated the Orioles. Sure. The point where, like, I think he owed me, like, a billion dollars, like, $3 billion or something like that. And finally, this You owe me a billion dollars, dude. Yeah, well, he he finally broke it. The, the nothing has finally kicked in, so we're even again. Okay, so you went... You kept going double or nothing. Yeah. Man, you should just you should just whittle it away. Kept some of it, though. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Why don't you just give me 100 bucks out of that, <laughs> yeah. uh, out of that yeah. thing? Yeah, and so nobody will pay, a, you know, anyone else a billion dollars. No, they're not. No, but not. now, this season... It's a clean slate, so your bet is real now. Yeah, we can start over. Right. Um, but, well, I, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, uh, I mean, there have been, of course, there have been money bets, but I've, I've right. done other bets, like, uh, you know, I... What was the um, what was the beer fest, the boot? Oh. The boot bet. That, that was, was a, a good night. That was a great one. That was with Stolhansky, and that was the night we discovered the boot. Right. And it's the, the Das Boot, the boot. The glass boot. From beer fest. Yeah. It was a thing that we knew, familiar with, going. That's why we wanted to put it into the movie. Yeah. But we, yeah. So the the night that we had first laid eyes on one of these things is back when we were waiting tables. Right. And in the Big Apple. Big Apple. We all waited tables at this place called Busby's. Right. On 92nd and Madison Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, when I say. No longer there. No longer there. But there's a restaurant there. Yeah. Uh, When I say we all waited tables there, it was. Of the people that the Chew Crew would know, it was uh, me, yep, and Stolhansky, yep. and Chandra Sekar, right, um, and then a few of our other college friends. Yep. There were literally six of us who went to college together who were waiters at this place, and um, but this one night it was just Stolhansky and I, and all the waiters had made money. We went over to our favorite bar, Richter's, right, right around the corner. Yep, ninetieth and third, ninetieth and third, ninety-first and third, and yeah. somebody ha- or there was a glass boot in mm-hmm. the bar, right. And a bef- German beer boot. Yeah, and so the chef, the the head chef of the restaurant had, was not at at the bar, but it was just the waiters. We were waiting tables, and you know we filled up the the. We wanted to see if we could chug. So Hansky and I wanted to see if we could chug this beer boot. Sure. And so we, you know, we started drinking it, and obviously it was a really tough thing to do. And we got to the bubble. The bubble exploded in one of our faces. I can't remember right. who it was. And, right. like, and then the bartender was like, oh, yeah, so here's the deal. And explained to us. And we're like, wow. It's Spin like, the boot. It's an explosion. Yeah. <clears throat> so the head chef walked in and was like, oh, man, I bet I could fucking pound that thing in, like, in one shot. <laughs> right. And, and was we, the head chef a dick or was he like a good guy or was he? He was a cool dick. Okay. Like, uh, like a dick that you loved to hate? Or yeah. Like, <laughs> like a lot of chefs are dicks. Yeah. You know, it's like they they bark at you, they yell at you. You know, they're they're dicks to the waiters, right? And uh, you know, they blame. You know, it's like he was the guy who was the inspiration for um, Soder's character, right? In Slam Slam Salmon, Salmon, right? You know, this is a guy like you come back, and you know, people don't want to hear this, but this is what happens. Like, you come back in with you know with a piece of tuna that they asked for medium rare, and you're like, hey, you know what? She wants a cooked uh, medium, and he's like, 
What are you talking about? I've, it's fucking cooked perfectly. She said medium rare. It's cooked fucking perfectly. And you're like, yeah, but I guess she didn't understand how, uh, how, what medium rare actually meant, and she just wants to cook more. He's like, you know, go tell, <laughs> tell her to go fuck herself. And you're like, you really want me to tell her to go fuck herself? He's like, yeah, walk out there, look her in the eye, and say, go fuck yourself. It's perfectly cooked. Right. And then you just sit there, and you're like, okay, but now that we've gotten that out of the way, right. can you put, put some fucking fire on it? Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, and it's a battle every yeah, fucking fine. time. Fuck you, fine. Um, but so. But he was a cool guy. We we would hang out with him afterward, right. after work. And anyway, so he walked in. He said he could chug that whole thing in one shot. And install Hansky and I saw green. Okay, okay. We were like, how much? You because you that? thought he didn't have the ability as a drinker to do it, or he didn't know the trick. Well, number one, it was a ton, it's a ton of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was not a big guy. Yeah, like he was probably like five eight. Okay. And and myself, I was, was like, like your size. And yeah, and I'm seasoned. I'm a seasoned, and especially then, I was definitely a seasoned drinker. Right, like, if, right. if I couldn't finish that thing, yeah, nobody I, could. Not that I've ever been a big volume uh, chugger guy. Got it. But like a guy who's the same size as you, I mean, what the fuck? And Stolhansky and I, you know, Stolhansky was also a seasoned drinker. We, said, yeah. you know, we agree. There's no way you could if we if we fill this thing up to here. Like, there's no way you can finish this thing. Plus, we also knew what he didn't know that there was. Towards the bottom, a bubble was going to explode in his face. Sure. He was saying he wasn't going to take his lips off that thing and stop. He was going to sure. go all the way through. So he said, all right, let's bet. He's like, I'll bet everything you made tonight. I can, oh, I can no. chug that thing. Okay. And confidently, yeah. Stolhansky and I laid our all of our tips. What, now, how much money would that be? Uh, on any given night at that restaurant, yeah. that was the, our first waiting table job. It was anywhere from like 80 bucks to 120 bucks. Okay. Which... By waiting table standards, it's actually not a lot of money. Yeah. To, uh, for New York City. Right. You know, at City Crab, if I worked double, I could walk out of there with like 800 to 1,000 bucks in right. one day. Right. Um, or like, you know, 300, 400 bucks for a, a, a good dinner shift. Sure. So like 80 to 100, which is why I went there after this place. So <laughs> right. Say, what? <laughs> right. But so we laid, we laid our money down and then. Uh, and, you know, that's important money to you guys, right? It's not like you're rolling it. That's your fucking money. Yeah. We were hoping to double it. Right. <laughs> right. We right. were letting it ride. And we can, like, all the waiters who had seen us with this boot, we convinced them, like, no, lay it all down. Like, right. there's no way he can do it. Right. And so, like, like the chef, like, he filled up. He was respond- He filled up the boot. Yeah. You know, almost to the top. Now, these boots are pretty wide. So, like, when he went in, he's like, I gotta, I'm going to take a piss. I'm going to empty myself out. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna chug that thing. Okay. And so like he went to the bathroom and we cheated. Like we added like three more beers to that thing. <laughs> the, th- the things are so wide. Yeah. That like they just swallow beers. Yeah, three beers doesn't make right. the level rise that much. Right. And so he came out. There's a huge heap of money. Yeah. And what he the chef is putting up his uh, his paycheck. Okay. Like he was betting us more money. He, like, and he yeah, he's got a better paycheck than you, obviously. He's the head chef, right? Okay. And uh, you know, we wanted that fucking paycheck, right? Okay. And so, anyway, he came out and he started pounding that fucking boot. Uh huh. And he's doing one of those open the throat type things. We're like, Jesus Christ! Okay. And is he just confident, or is he there's like a little concern in his eyes? Pure confidence. Okay. Okay. Pure confidence. Okay. And he's that. Liquid is just going fucking down. It's got past the point where like Stolhansky and I could even chug without stopping. Like it's it's going right, and we're like, oh my fucking god, oh my fucking god. But we still know we got an ace in the hole. Okay, there's that bubble. <laughs> okay, which he doesn't allegedly he doesn't know about, and he didn't know about it. Right, but he got to the the bubble, and this guy was such a firm chugger that that bubble exploded, and he just swallowed it. He swallowed the bubble. He swallowed the bubble. 
Wow. He took the whole the thing splashed in his face and he didn't stop. He fu- he he swall- he ate it. Uh-huh. And kept chugging and he chugged the entire thing. Oh my god. And now tears are running down your eyes, running it, your face. The, it's it's the look of a person. We've all seen it in someone's eyes before. It's like sure. when you play one of those games, like the in-between games, or like the high-low <laughs> or blackjack when somebody has split. Yeah. Uh, you know you lost. You know, like uh, like you've split something and you're like, oh, well, we're going to win this thing. Or you've got 20. Right. And, uh, and the blackjack dealer's got like 16 and he's got a hit. Mm-hmm. And all your money's there, and then it hits like your eyes water. The tears are in your eyes. <laughs> your your heart sinks. Your stomach sinks. Right. It's an awful feeling. Yeah. We lost all our money, and the chef he bought us drinks. Okay, but what a know, guy! But he didn't. Uh, he didn't give any money. Back. He, he he went through with it. He went through. He's with like it. that money's mine. I yeah. drank that beer. Fuck you guys. Yeah. God. Which is the way you should approach a bet. If you win the bet, I know a lot of people sometimes are like, you know what? You, you take mercy on the loser, and you're like, ah. Right, you know, like like my dad, if he beat me in a bet, he'd be like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it." Right, that's when the kids cry. Yeah, but that's like you know that teaches you that the problem. There's a bad lesson with that. Yeah, because then it teaches you not to take your bets so seriously. Yeah, that's how welchers are made. That's like why I, sure. like I welched on the five on the ten minutes of stand up comedy. Right, you know the, the lesson should let be you. no, you fucking pay up. Right, you know other people won't be so kind. They'll break your legs. Right. No, my kids, uh, w- you know, we've done betting on like, uh, you know, like, like we did an Oscars pool mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, they kick, you know, kicking a buck each. You yeah. Know? And my daughters, they're so stingy. They're so stingy mm-hmm. that they decided they would go in as a team. Oh, man. Into the pool. And each put 50 cents in. <laughs> oh, man. Stingy. My son's walking up. He's like, can I put more money in? But the girls, they just want to split that dough. They're smart. The yeah. girls are smart. I know. The boy, but, the boy is betting, just betting with his heart. We made them pay up, though. Oh, good. Yeah, we made them pay up. Don't um, worry about that. Now, question. What, yeah. did happen, what would have happened, because we're at your house right now, if, if your kids walked in and saw you pissing on my foot? Right. I don't even know. I don't even know what they have done. Would they have been scarred? Uh, <laughs> I don't think scarred. They would have been freaked out. I mean, they've never seen anything like that before. I guess so, but we live in a weird world. You know, we do comic things. You know, they they see you come here in cop uniforms, and they see you shave your head, and they see you sure, wear funny costumes. They've pulled and, down my pants yeah. naked. Yeah, so it's not, I don't, you know, it's not like we're Amish, and they walk in, and they're like, what's going on here? You know, sure. Like that kind of situation. Sure, but you know? like you were pissing on my foot. I know, it, and it was glorious. On the rock by the pool out there. <laughs> it was great. That rock's still wet. They're going to come and ask why the rock's wet. You know, we should have that uh, rock on as a guest for our podcast to see how <laughs> yeah. it's feeling. How is it for you? Yeah. Awful. Wasn't the first time. Yeah, I've been be pissed on many, many, many times. Oh, many times. Um, but the nice thing is, going back to that boot thing, You, even though you lost that bet, you got material to put into your movie. It's true. Right. Yeah, because I remember like when we threw that idea, like you know, we were trying to figure, you know, obviously when you're trying to figure out plot stuff and yeah. stories, you you do need to draw on personal experience, right? And uh, you know, it, there was a, there was a lot to the bubble, yeah. Um, because then we actually found out that is the big deal of of the boot. Like, yeah, that is the that is or any of those like a yard or any of those things. You know, yeah, those, those uh, are always the big. There's the air bubble, and you know, we realized you that be able to handle it. Yeah, that would be the big challenge of these guys. What about? Um, what about the uh, leather vest bet mm. that you made? That was when we fun. were in Tennessee. 
That was a fun one because that was that was a great one. I thought. So we went to so Kevin and I went to do our show in, in Nashville, Tennessee. It was actually like one of the early, first stops on our stand-up comedy yeah. tour ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, we, we, our friend who we've had as a guest on here before. Yep, Mike Roos. Mike Roos. Yep. Offensive lineman from the Tennessee Titans, now yep. retired. Just retired. Just retired. Way to go, Roos. Yep. Um, him, he and, and his friend uh, Max Goldberg, who is uh, a successful restaurateur in Nashville. Restaurateur. They took French. us uh, for a private tour of the Jack Daniels Distillery. Right. In, in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And, uh, and so we went. and Blast. Great time. We had a great time. Yep. There was the gift shop. And uh, there were there were a bunch of Jack Daniels accessories yep. and clothes, including a, a, a leather Jack Daniels cowboy hat and a leather Jack Daniels vest. Basically, there's anything that you could put the Jack Daniels stamp on that was in that shop. Sure, Jack Daniels pants, hats, shirts, whatever, whatever. keychains, anything, anything, bottle openers. Right. You, you get the idea. Yeah. So Max, you know, one of, Max owns a, a very exclusive club called the Spot in Nashville, which is you pay, it's a members only thing. You pay an annual fee. Right. And then when you drink there, you drink for free. Right. Everything's free. And it's basically, it's a spot where like basically the, the local celebrities can hang out and not necessarily get bothered by by fans. Sure. Uh, you know, who just want to like buy them drinks and talk to them. It's like where they can just go and have a relaxing evening. Right. Um, and so the, and the way you get in there is they, they... Like there are rules. Like I went there one night and some dude like took a picture of me and they kicked him out. Yeah. They kicked him out. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh but yeah, so it's like it's just, you know, like tip your waitress or your bartender yeah. and, and but all the booze is free. And so the way you get in there then is they the way they know your member is they take a laser scan of your thumb print. Right. And you walk up to the door and there is a bouncer there and then you put your thumb on the scanner and if you're a member, the door opens for yeah. you. That's some Maxwell Smart shit right there, That's bro. That's pretty sweet. That's some high tech entry shit. Yeah, and so the bet was that I would, they were going to buy me these clothes, and if I did my entire stand-up set when they showed up to the show, you know, <laughs> if I did the entire show, whatever, an hour and a half, or what, uh, in in that costume, right, just vest and and leather hat, no shirt, <laughs> that I would become a member of this exclusive bar, right, you know. Which right. at first Max was like, oh, I don't know, that's a ten thousand dollar bet. I was like, I'm here once a year, yeah, I'm here once every two yeah, years. Yeah, it's not like you'd be drinking out of house and home. <clears throat> yeah, and he was like, all right, fuck it. And that's a funny thing, because, like, okay, you go up and do stand-up, you're going to be shirtless with a leather vest and a leather cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a, a funny look for which, which I did. Because, okay, so you did it. So I did it, and I remember, yeah. like, there was a dude who was heckling me, because that... that that club, the Zanies Club in Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. is one of the rowdiest clubs it's in rowdy. America. In a good way. Good rowdy. In a great way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people are drunk and yeah. they're shouting shit. On bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> On Jack Daniels. Yeah. And this dude was calling me a pussy and other unmentionables <laughs> on stage. <clears throat> and I said, you know what? Here's the thing, dude. This gift, this is, uh, I'm wearing this on a bet from. Uh, <laughs> My buddy out there, who and he, the the guy who got it for me, he's uh you know six foot eight and uh, three hundred thirty pounds, and he's sitting with his uh, all of his other offensive line mates from the Tennessee Titans, <laughs> right over there. And if you have an issue with it, you should talk to them. Yeah. The place laughed, and that fucking heckler didn't make yeah. another piece. He looked over, and it was you know five dudes spilling over the table and chairs. Yeah, 
Just sitting there. Well, what it's could a funny, he do? It's a funny thing with those guys because, like, in the comedy club, everybody's packed in pretty tightly. Yeah. Sitting at their tables and their chairs and everything. But then you have this one spot <laughs> where they just have to make room for yep. these guys. Yeah. Because five guys are occupying the, the space <laughs> usually reserved for, like, 20 people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, was that the same... Because I, what I loved was your persona maybe had changed a little bit when you were on stage in your leather vest and your leather hat. Was that the same night it was with the, the same, woman? It was the same show. Okay, okay. Tell, tell that story. Because those guys great. were at that show. That's a great story. Okay, so you know if you've seen if you've seen the new show that we've just done, uh, our second tour, and we, which we just shot for a special in Colorado. I do a bit where I was trying to guess which dudes in the audience shave their uh, their dicks, <laughs> and uh, so this was actually the first night I ever tried it. It was, yeah. Okay, all right, and that's uh, great. Okay, and so uh, you know, I started to go down the line on the left side, and I, the, the, like the first or second guy there was like this like rockabilly dude, right? Right, I with, remember like, some tattoos and you know, like, like a pork pie hat on maybe or something. Pork like pie hat and like some like yeah. but like some gel in his hair type thing. Yeah. And I said, all right, dude. Well, let me see. I think. Judging by like the amount of gel in your hair and like your whole rockabilly look, I bet you actually you have like a little faux hawk in your uh, in, uh, on your dick. <laughs> and the dude looked at me, and then he put he cupped his his uh, breasts uh-huh. and jiggled them for me. And it, it was at that moment that I realized he was actually a butch lesbian. <laughs> right. And I was like, Oh my! He didn't have no God. dick. No. Yeah, and uh, and the place went absolutely holy crazy. shit! I was in the back of the room, and the roar was unbelievable. Yeah, like to the point where, like, what? Because I couldn't see. Oh, well, you were backstage. No, no, I was in the back of the room. Okay, or I, I, I was up in the balcony, I think, and uh, uh, you couldn't see what yeah. was happening. But she, you know, gathered her tits together. Yeah, and the crowd went fucking crazy. Yeah. And it was like, uh, and because I remember looking out at at Leroy, Leroy Harris, who was You're one right. of the offensive linemen, and he was slapping his knee. <laughs> he was laughing so fucking hard, and, um, and he broke his leg. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> the force of that sent his leg through the floor. <laughs> no, but like the place is going nuts, and I even I was like, holy shit, this is the best moment I've ever had up on stage. And, yeah, you know, that like everyone was laughing, the lesbian was laughing. But right. then I came back and I said, okay, so actually. I am correct. You don't shave your dick. <laughs> All right. Um, but so, yeah, that was the same night. Okay. It's really one of the best. Great. Up, uh, That's a great night. Now, what did you do with that uh, gear? Do you still have that leather vest and that hat? Oh, I still have it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's even on display. Like, the hat is on display <laughs> on my Elvis in your, head. In your office? In my office. And then, uh, but the funny thing was that then we went, we went to the spot that night. Oh, right, right. I had won the bet, and I got my, my thumb scanned. Yep. And I was so proud of myself. And then Max turned to you. He's like, Ah, fuck it. You want to do it too? And you're like, yeah, I'll scan my thumb. And so you got to scan your thumb as well. You were so mad. You yeah. were so mad because you paid for that. I did. And I didn't. And I got to scan my thumb. Yeah. And I think it does only last for like a year or something like that. Like, yeah, it's a year. It's if over. you went back, you wouldn't be able to get in, right? Yeah. And no, I never, I, I never like, re- although I, I would have to think that I, you know, that they would just let me in. Sure, Max. You know, Max will let you in. Yeah, but you put your thumb on that thing, and they go denied. Yeah, sorry, so sorry. Max is denied. Have to put on the leather vest again. Um, yeah. So that was that was uh, that was a fun bet. That to was pay a off. good. That was a good one. Um, How are we doing? Good. Let's. Um, uh, uh, one thing I want to talk about before we go, okay, is um, all this NFL stuff, man. Oh yeah. Right. I feel Should like, we shift gears to the NFL for a second? I feel like this 
am I am I crazy that this off season has had some of the most dramatic activity ever in the NFL? Uh, I think so. I mean, there's a lot of shit going. Yeah, on. only in the last two days. Like something may have happened while we were sitting here. Yeah. One of the guys we hung out with, uh, Tennessee Titans, Ryan Fitzpatrick, just got traded to the Jets. Yeah, and another one that we hung out with, Jake Locker, retired. Retired. At age yeah. 26. Weird. But I think, the you know, one of the crazy things for me, which I love because I fucking hate the team, is the Eagles. Yeah. They've just, like, dismantled their team. They got rid of their stud running back. Yeah. Their best wide receiver. And their quarterback. Now, what, are they going to go with Sanchez as their quarterback? or are they No, gonna... they just traded for Bradford. Oh, they got Bradford. That's right. And uh, and then the speculation is that Chip Kelly's trying to uh, move up in the draft to pick the Oregon quarterback, Mariota, Mariota. so that he'd have his guy. But right. I don't know. It seems fucking crazy to me. You, yeah. Do you, you, you trade your three biggest weapons? Unbelievable to me. Well, I, you know, I, I know I was reading about the LaShawn McCoy uh, trade that, the, you know, the feeling was that, like, running backs, they wear down. Yeah. Pretty quickly. This guy's a, a very high paid running back who's, you know. Yeah, but usually when you do that, you have a backup plan. Like, yeah. they, you're, you have a younger guy or you have whatever. They have shit. But I wonder if it's a situation because we saw they also got, they, they got Sproles. Yeah. And he also flourished in that system. I wonder. For a little while. I wonder if it's a situation, though, where, like, because he's been doing this for a while, he thinks that any running back can flourish in his system. Well, it might be. The speculation was today they're talking with Ryan Matthews. Okay. Who, you know, is good, but he's no LaShawn McCoy. I'd rather have LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. And, I mean, so... But it just seems weird that you would blow up your offense like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, all the way around. He's a crazy man. I guess so. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and then the other crazy one was Jimmy Graham. Yeah, that happened uh, yesterday. Yeah. And uh, oh, because that's right, because we to were the Seahawks. Yeah, we were shooting some stuff yesterday, and we went on and looked at. I remember look, looking at my phone and was like, "Oh my god, there has, has been a tremendous amount of activity, some crazy things." Yeah, and we went. To, I went down the list one by one, saving the Jimmy Graham for last, right? Because that was the most insane. That's thing. insane that they got rid of Jimmy Graham. Here's an interesting thing: is then uh, a friend of ours who is a, an insider, yeah, suggested that there's a. You pos- could say his name. He he listens to the podcast, Dennis. Yeah, he, li- he, he likes us to mention him on the podcast. Dennis Farrell yeah. has speculated, he, he's a fantasy football uh, expert, has uh, speculated that Drew Brees might be traded. He's going to go? I, I guess so. I find it a little weird, though. Like, I know the theory is that they're dismantling the team, but yet they gave four years to Mark Ingram. Like, Why would you give that money to Mark Ingram Sure, and not just try to re-sign Jimmy Graham or, or whatever? I mean, I don't know. It also seems like you make that trade when you really don't think you can win if you don't have the... They also re-signed uh, Marquez Colston. Yeah. Um, but when you don't think you have the parts to win, but they have Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham, which are... I mean, Jimmy Graham is the best tight end in the game. Oh, yeah. Although Gronkowski, I suppose you could say, is the best. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Either way, he's, he's uh, more like a wide receiver, Jimmy right. Graham. And he's a guy that is unstoppable. Right. And now he a Seahawk. And now he a Seahawk. I mean, the Seahawks just got good. I know. And they're already They were good. already great. I had a dream about Bill Belichick last night. You did? I had a dream. that Was Bill... it sexual? No, but he was really cool. <laughs> really? He was really cool. Okay. And the funny thing is, in the dream, uh, our facts are off. Like, in the dream, he's talking about how he just won his sixth ring. Okay. Which he, you know, he, he's only got five. Uh, okay. And, uh... Oh, wait, with the... You mean with the wait, Patriots, wait. or are we talking about Giants, too? Well, let's see. 
Okay, let, let's see. How many does he have? With the Patriots, it's... He's got one with the Giants. One with the Giants. And then with the Patriots, it's... Was this the fourth? Or did he go two with the Giants? No. He was gone by then. Yeah, one with the Giants. How many went with Brady? Is this the fourth? This was the fourth. Okay. Yeah. And so, so that means five rings. Okay, so in, in, in my dream, he had okay. six. Okay. And he presented all six rings to me, including the most recent one. <laughs> but he dumped, he was wearing his sixth, and he dumped the five in my lap. Okay. And he was like, check these out. And he was taunting me because he knows, like, we, because he knows I'm not a Patriots fan. Right. And I'm a Giants and Jets fan. Right. And so, like, he was making fun of me for that. Right. In the dream, I gave him shit about the fact that he still couldn't beat the Giants. Yeah. But he was cool. And then he went and signed online and checked his email. And it was like... <laughs> yeah, your computer? Yeah. And in the dream, I was like, it's so cool. Like, Belichick is so much cooler in person. than Like, people don't know the side of Belichick. <laughs> right. Uh, now, is it one of these situations that, you know, when you have a dream about someone, now it's going to color your reality? So you're like, now I love Belichick? Yeah. Now you become a Patriots fan? That has happened to me before. Sure. Where, like, I have a dream about someone, and, like, and I wake up, and I'm like, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you do, or, like, a chick is hotter... Once you have a dream about her, she's hotter in real life. That's kind of I, thing. I, uh, I I once had a, a sexual dream about a friend's wife. Okay. And I woke up. Anybody I know? I woke up the next day. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. I woke up the next day and was like very attracted to her. Okay. And then and you know and for a little moment for a little while I I, I felt differently about her. Okay. Okay. And then it changed. And then it changed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. I had a sexual dream about Sam Elliott, and I woke up loving him. Even oh more. man, I I have just had I've just had experiences with Sam Elliott, <laughs> and he's only the greatest. <laughs> I know, fucking dude ever. I know. Uh, okay, that was and that was current events NFL talk right there. Yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> we hope you loved it. Yeah. Um, but no, I think the uh, I think the uh, crowning event of our uh, hundred episodes is me pissing on your foot. Yeah, it was great. Are, are we wrapping up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll I'll eat a little humble pie. Uh huh. It doesn't taste good. It tastes like urine. It tastes like urine. I should have gone stinkier, probably stinkier urine. But I am surprised that you didn't do. There was no pomp and circumstance. Like you didn't eat any asparagus. I know it. I should have. Right. It's one of those things, though. Like you, you know, sometimes you just build it up too much. Sometimes you got to bang it out. You know what I mean? Like I could have put it off and been like, you know, let me eat asparagus for a couple days, and then we'll do it. And then you end up not doing it. You just got to go when the momentum is right. You know? Sure, it was now. It's the 100th episode. Yeah. And plus, I was also an hour late coming here. Right, so I had an extra buildup of urine. Yeah, but I was surprised. I, frankly, I expected that, that pee to go on about 40 seconds longer. Yeah. Maybe I should have uh, held back on it a little bit. Oh, like like a little pump fake? Contracted the stream, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wave two is more right. horrifying than the first right. wave. Right. That's the way it is in life. The first wave is like those are your archers shooting the arrows. Right. Wave two is the fu- is the cavalry. <laughs> right. And oh, they, here goes wave two. They mow you down. The I was horses. getting a little nervous about the neighbors. Like I felt like the neighbors were watching for some reason. Yeah, it was funny too because like when you went outside, yeah, I actually went to take a, a, a piss here in, in your bathroom, and yeah. I could hear you talking to me about like I wonder what if the neighbors go watch? <laughs> what if the kids come home and I'm like. To myself, I'm like, dude, I'm not standing behind. I'm in here. You're talking to yourself <laughs> out there, which is one of my favorite things. Right, which I probably was doing anyway. I was probably just talking to myself. Yeah. But I greatly enjoyed pissing on your foot. It was, uh, you know, it was a first. It was a pleasure. It was a real <laughs> pleasure. It's a pleasure. All right, everyone. Um, all right. So, 
thanks, let me for a hundred episodes. Thanks, Kevin, for a hundred episodes. Here's to another hundred episodes. Here's to another hundred more. True crew, um, thank you for a hundred. We got some great guests already lined up. We do uh, some exciting folk. Yeah, and uh, we're well, let's go on a little tear of having good fun people on. I know, uh, you know, we're gonna have Broken Lizard on pretty soon. Yeah, we got a Broken Lizard, all everybody on together. Mm-hmm. Shoot the shit. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have uh, an exciting CEO. Okay, right. You're right. Yep. We just got to f- nail down a time. We're trying to get a delightful actress uh, yep. on the show. and, and To add uh, to our, our women, our, our stable of women. And then we've got two delightful women coming on as a pair. That's right, too. Yes, okay. So we, Look at these teasers. A lot of teasers. I know. I'm teasing them. Okay. I'm teasing them. Um, all right, everybody. But uh, thanks for the first 100 episodes. Yeah, thanks. We, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the piss in the foot episode. Yeah, uh, but, and go rate it. You know, you can give us five stars. We really do need your ratings, <laughs> believe it or not. I know it's a pain in the ass. It's a call to action. I wouldn't do it if right. I was you, but right. please do it. Oh, you know what else you should think in our 100th episode? Who? Jason Akana. Jason Akana. Jason Akana. We've thanked him every once in a while, but we not enough. He uh, he wrote and sings and performs the uh, song. Chewing it. Chewing it. The Chewing It song. Yep. And uh, he's a friend of ours who's a musician and talented guy, and he wrote the song for us. Well, you know what? While we're having a little thank fest, yeah. let's thank Katie Levine, our producer. Oh, yeah. Katie Levine. Got to thank Katie Levine. She's you know the one who really gave us... <coughs> She's the reason why we have this podcast. She gave us the gig. So Todd Glass, we can also thank. Sure. sure. But Katie Levine is actually... Oh, you hear that, Todd? You hear that Kevin just dismissed you? Fuck Todd Glass. Katie Levine is the mastermind behind it all. Sure. So Should we thank... We'll thank Chris Hardwick for his Nerdist industry. Yeah, absolutely, for giving us a, a a network to be on. Yeah, let's thank all of the guests that have ever come on here. Sure. What about Aristotle? Let's let's thank Aristotle. A special <laughs> shout out to Aristotle for showing up two hours early for the Lance Henriksen podcast. <laughs> that was hilarious. At Lance's house. At Lance's private house. At eight thirty in the morning, he showed up for a ten thirty podcast. Yeah, because he wanted to get there early. Yeah, but that was the thing we we discussed with him that afterwards that day. It's like. You get there early doesn't mean you have to knock on the door. No, you can just hang out in your car. Yeah, like I was twenty minutes early right. or fifteen minutes early. I I hung out on the shoulder of the highway. Sure, you can drive down to the local uh, Starbucks and just hang out for just a second. Chill, yeah, just chill. You don't have to knock on the door. Aristotle went up, knocked on the door, scared the shit out of Lance Henriksen, and then hung out. Yeah, that's why he's a good man, Aristotle. He is a good diligent. Man. He is a good man. Um, um, okay, so thank you to all those folks. Thank you for uh, the Chew Crew. Let's take the Chew Crew. Most importantly, it's not possible without the Chew Crew. Yeah, gotta love the Chew Crew. Thanks for your support. Tell your friends about us. Share the podcast. Go back, listen to some of the highlights. Whatever. You know what to fucking do. You're a free, you're, you're a free person in a free right. country. Thanks for letting me piss on your foot, Lemmy. Kevin, thanks for oh, pissing on no my choice. foot. no choice. Thanks really. for pissing on my foot. You got it. All right. I look forward to next year. Okay. Me too. You get a re- rematch. Maybe we'll find something else to bet on. Ne- well, next year will be two feet. Okay. Or a an arm. Yeah. Well, that's when we start to move up the body. Like you're, yeah. I'm going to pee on your, on your I'm stomach. I'm going to piss on your ear. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be terrible. That would make me vomit for real. Gross. All right, everyone. Uh, all right. Thanks, Chew Crew. We'll talk to you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Nerdist.com.